Here's what's coming up on today's show. Just like you don't sell your house in a down market, don't sell your investments in the down market. And how will your current advisor help you avoid that? It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Welcome into the Retirement Reality Podcast. I'm Ben George alongside Mike Coynan of Principal Preservation Services. Hopefully you have an advisor, but maybe you have one that you've been thinking about maybe breaking away from potentially. Is the is the grass greener on the other side? It's, it's something we always kind of have to battle with in life in many different areas, but sometimes people feel that way about their financial advisor and think, hey, maybe there is better returns, better results. I'll be in a better situation with someone different. But we'll talk to you today about some common scenarios where that might be the case and, uh, and maybe not. So we'll take you through right. that today. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. And Minnesota Vikings are winning. And uh, <laughs> so good. that's that's the favorite part of you know this fall time of the year, even though it's getting cold. And we had a nice fall, which is not always the case up here. Sometimes we just go from summer to winter, it feels like. But we've actually had a pretty nice fall and um, some nice warm days. And it helps when your own team is, is winning. And <laughs> um, I can't believe we're just so close to Christmas already. I don't even want to think about it. But as long as the snow can hold off till December, I'm happy. Yeah. Well, 7-1, and one, time we're recording this. So better than you expected uh, this first half of the season? Yeah, it is. I, I thought maybe we'd be like five and three or something like that. I was still optimistic, but I, I didn't think it'd be this good. And so, um, yeah, I did, I expect even, you know, I have two offices, so, uh, you know, Wisconsin, Minnesota, but I have obviously about half my clients are probably Packer fans and Mm -hmm. I never expected them. I thought it'd be like neck and neck and I never expected them to have a season they're having this right now. And, um, I really respect Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback, but their team, just losing that one player alone, Devontae Adams, I think has really changed how their offense is run and it's affected them. And I think that um, it would be a different team with him on there. And I don't think they saw that impact of how that you know, top three wide receiver in the league, losing him will affect their offense and even Aaron Rodgers' comfortability. Yeah, it's it's been something to watch for sure for both uh, both teams so far this year. But should make for an interesting second half of the year, no doubt about it. And uh, hopefully it yeah. keeps rolling for, for you and, and, and your sake, Mike. I know you enjoy going to those games, so uh, hopefully it continues on. Yeah. All right, so let's jump into today's conversation again. If you have questions for Mike after we get done here or you just want to pick his brain or maybe you're looking for a new advisor and just want to sit down with Mike and see what he has to offer, you can always call 855-987-8888. But again, talking about is there greener grass on the other side? And you know, you might be thinking about wanting to work with a new advisor or looking for something different, but are your reasons legitimate for leaving your current advisor? So got a few things I want to run through here with you, Mike, and just kind of get your opinion on this, because I know I'm sure you work with people all the time that are, you know, leaving uh, an advisor or just Mm -hmm. looking for something different. So you've been in this boat before. But first thing here, my advisor made a mistake. He even admitted it to himself and it cost me some money. Is that reason enough, a mistake to, to want to look elsewhere? Yeah, and I, I it could be, and I'm not I'm not here to, you know, I think people are human, so also grace is, needs to be given. I don't know how big of a mistake it was if it was, you know, fifty hundred bucks, um, or if it was if it was a major mistake like not putting a trade in or something like that that cost you, you know, thousands of dollars. You know, that could be, you know, that's a big mistake, and so 
um, legally, I know in this industry, if there's a mistake made, they can't legally compensate you. They can't pay you, you know, for um, maybe the the money lost in the market for not getting out or, you know, getting back in or whatever that might have been. But also you have to remember that mistakes are made. Um, things are uh, we've had issues that sometimes, you know, we've done our part, but we're at the mercy of the custodian. You know, when money gets sent to uh, the custodian who holds our client's money at like um, Charles Schwab or TD Ameritrade, sometimes they don't transact the the, uh, the transfer when they're supposed to or they miss it or they just forget to send it out, even though we sent it them to send it out, but they don't do it. So then we have to follow up with them and it just delays things. Unfortunately, this there's no perfect industry out there there's always going to be something and when it's out of our hands or somebody else's it's put in somebody else's hands because that's just the the order of how things have to happen um things can get hurt you know, you could unfortunately could cost some people some money and it all depends if this is going to be a common issue if this is something that you've been with your advisor for you know five ten years and uh something happened one time i think give it you know give give him grace or give her grace all right, good starting point there. How about this next one, Mike? And I know, you know, it's a good thing when you, when you're uh, the advisor you're working with and their business is getting bigger and bigger. It means they're usually mm-hmm. doing good work. And I know this is a something you face, right? You've you've been growing and growing and, and at, right. building a new office and whatnot. But for anybody that's worried that hey, you know, my my advisor's business seems to have gotten too big and and I don't talk to him or her very often now and. I'll only communicate maybe with one of their associates. Um, is this reason enough to be thinking about, hey, maybe there's some other options out there? It could be, yeah. I think if you're, um, and I've had people come to us before where they says, well, uh, we got thrown to the new guy and we don't, we don't really relate well. And I think that's a big deal. If you're not relating well with the person that you're communicating with at the firm you're at, I think that's a big deal. You want to be able to communicate. And and um, you know, so sometimes that's what happens. Sometimes I've had people come over to us as clients because their previous firm kind of just let them go. Said um, they didn't even call them; they just sent them an email. Said uh, you're no longer uh, with our firm anymore. You're just a house account with, say, Charles Schwab. It's you know you have to find somebody to work with uh, because it didn't fit you know their minimum guidelines for assets under management they, their, their accounts weren't large enough in their eyes so sometimes that happens as well but i think that it's good to connect but yeah uh, with the advisor if you have no connection i understand but you also have to understand how the business is run that everybody wants to meet with you know the head honcho right and i hear this all the time i don't want to meet with the peon i want to meet with you know that's what i hear i literally people have said that i don't want to meet with uh, your sub-advisor i don't want to meet with any peon i want to meet with you mike and I do my best to try to meet with as many as I can. And But reality is um, sometimes we can't get everybody in the calendar to, to do that and fit in our calendar, um, especially if somebody needs to come in you know, immediately. My job is, yeah, I want to connect with people. I want them to be able to come in. But also, we also, as, uh, as a business, we have to understand it's not realistic because unless we're uh, still growing, we're not going to be able to maintain – you know, hiring people for service. We're not going to be able to maintain, you know, the office space and, and the other demands that financial demands that cost us to have a business. So we can't just stop having clients come in and growing as well. Now there gets to a point where we're not, and we've already been backing off growing our business in a sense. We're not being as aggressive as we were a year or two years ago uh, because we have a, a good client base. But you have to be realistic to know that clients grow 
not everybody gets to see the one person you always want to see. Yeah. All right. I know when people are thinking about um, finding an advisor, they often will attend these uh, you know, dinner seminars that are mm-hmm. that are put on quite often. So uh, for someone that maybe goes out and finds the person they're, they go to dinner seminar with to be entertaining, engaging, and maybe even seem to give a better first impression than maybe they currently have of their, their advisor they're working with now, um, is this good enough to go off of or should you do a little bit more research? I think it's important to do research, but it's also good. Obviously, what brought you out to the seminar is uh, the advisor doing the seminar on it, talking about a topic that your current advisor is not talking about or even discussing with you. And so, you know, we do a lot of educational seminars, and that's what we find. Sometimes we find people said, you know, I really like my advisor. But, you know, they don't. he doesn't talk about Social Security. He doesn't talk about RMDs. He doesn't talk about taxes. He doesn't talk about uh, these other type of investments that you guys are doing. And so in talking about how to distribute money. So I'm like, well, if he's not talking about it, if he's only talking about and not doing retirement planning and they're just selling your investments, well, I think that's a big deal. And so the key is, is the person that's doing the educational seminar adding a lot more value than what your current advisor is, then yes, I think it's good to keep exploring down that window. And I know it's hard for some people uh, to break a relationship. I've heard many people say, I've been with this advisor for 15 or 20 years and um, they're like family, even when we go to the same church together. And, um, you know, I said, that's great, but this is your money, not not theirs, his or hers. And I said, uh, who's going to care more about your retirement? And I've actually had people show them how we can extend the life of their money and actually have more money compared to where, where they're at. And they still stick with their old advisor because they just can't want to break that relationship. They're willing to stay with somebody who gets... Um, giving them a lesser retirement than actually a better retirement just because of that relationship. And, um, yeah, that's tough. And it's tough to see. But, it's again, it's your decision, their decision. We're not here to pressure anybody. We're just here to show people what we have to offer. But, again, if you're that new person doing a seminar offers a lot more than what you're currently getting, I would I would explore it. You know, we all like cars that have all the options, right? You know, we like the cars that have the heated seats, especially up here in the winter, the heated steering wheel, you know, autom- you know, the remote start is a big thing now. Mm-hmm. You can start your car f- from your window at work and come out and it's nice and toasty warm. Um, and if your advisor is only offering you crank up windows, uh, manual transmission, <laughs> you know, and no air conditioning, where we call it uh, 260, we used to call it, right? And that's... Mm-hmm. Um, two windows down at 60 miles an hour, which, which is our air conditioner. That's what we used to call it growing up because not all cars had air conditioning. But now with speed limits have gone up to 70. I guess we call it 270 yeah. uh, air conditioning. But you want to be able to have a lot more broad range of, of options available uh, with somebody else possibly. All right. Um, I like this next one too. I think this is a fair reason to be thinking about a new advisor um, is if you move to a different state, right? You, you Whether it be in retirement or, you know, just – up and move with your family somewhere else should you start looking at that point mike to maybe find somebody that's local can they serve you better sometimes yeah um we've had a lot of our clients that have moved to different states so you know we have clients in california arizona florida virginia texas i'm just trying to think of all the states iowa um you know many different states i, I probably didn't list them all but and sometimes you just want to be able to have that the in-person meeting, and I get that, you know. So, and hopefully, if that's the case, I I totally get it. We've had a few people move out of state, and 
and they said we want to just work with somebody local because we we can only meet with you by phone or by zoom and that's i i totally get that and some people aren't even comfortable doing those kind of meetings so yeah if you're going to want to have an advisor you can actually pop in the office now just remember when you're um, finding a new advisor I agree kind of like how you're trying to find a new church. If you're a church goer and maybe you move out of state, you want to find a church that lines up with how your values of your faith is. And you don't want to go to a church that believes in things that you don't believe in, right? So that's a a value. Same thing when it comes to retirement planning is you want to make sure that this advisor, just because they have the term advisor next to his or her name, doesn't mean that they're all the same. Remember the fiduciaries, there's only about... Uh, less than 5% of true fiduciary investment advisors out there because a lot of them are duly registered or don't even carry the proper license to be an investment advisor to give advice. Um, a true you know, fiduciary investment advisor to give it only advice. So you want to find the right one if you're going to make that change. But it definitely could be warranted. All right. One last one here, why you might consider going to a new advisor or looking for a new advisor. But and this may be applicable right now, Mike, because the market's down. And for mm-hmm. people that have lost a lot of money, maybe in their portfolio, what would you tell someone that's looking for a new advisor now? Yeah, and I think that's one thing that we're different than most advisory firms because we plan for the worst and hope for the best, right? So we're, we plan for years like 2022 where the market wasn't necessarily great. Um, so, yeah, has have people in the market lost money? Yeah, absolutely. But... Uh, the nice thing is when we set up their plan, um, we make sure that not all their money is in the market. And so I think worst case scenario when the markets, you know, I think the most, uh, a lot of our clients are between like a four to 12% loss. Um, most, you know, it's kind of just a broad range, but because not all their money's tied to the market. You know, what we do see, you know, I met with, a, you know, a new client here on, um, actually Saturdays, I usually don't, but she's, she, ta- she does tailoring of my clothes. And so I met with her and she's a client of mine and um, she lost like 28%, you know, in her current plan because nobody's, nobody's really watching over it. It's just holding these buy and hold investments. And so that that's an issue. So if you have lost a lot of money and you just feel like nobody's been calling you or, or making changes or you're not in the right model portfolio for you, based off your risk score. And that's another thing, I, you know, she had a, she was invested as an aggressive investor and she's really a, a moderate to lower moderate risk investor. Her investments didn't line up. And because of that, she took a lot, uh, a lot of losses uh, this year that she shouldn't have. Um, and so I think that's something just definitely to look at, especially if all your, all your eggs are in basket, baskets, so to speak. We all say, we don't believe you should have all your eggs in one basket and then people come in and we find out all their eggs are in one basket. And, uh, you know, I have this, this, uh, this conversation with so many people over the years, and I said, well, you get 95% of your money is at risk. They go, no, I don't. I go, yes, you do. And they go, well, why, why do you say that? I go, I said, well, you have, you have stocks, bonds. He goes, well, I can't lose in bonds. I go, absolutely, you can. <laughs> and they were uh, under this misconception um, b- belief that bonds are safe. And look what the bond market has done this year. Uh, we've seen, you know, bonds down 14 to 15 percent in the last 12 months. Um, I saw this bond uh, index fund down over 22 percent last week, and one of my clients' 401k uh, allocation options that she could have chosen from. So, 
um, bonds are not safe. And so if you have even bond portfolios, you've been losing almost, you know, not as quite, but almost as, as fast as the, you know, the equity market. Well, let's wrap up the conversation with this, Mike. If there's someone that's out there that's thinking about, you know, maybe the grass is greener and they're, they're weighing their options right now, I guess from both, both standpoints, what would you tell someone, A, about how to, how to talk to their own advisor about that? And then what would you tell someone in terms of, hey, is, is it okay to go out and talk with another advisor just to, to meet with them and just kind of see what they have to offer? Yeah, I, I think it's also important to find out what, what does your advisor really do to offer? Are they just in the investment selling business or do they do planning? So if I had this conversation, is this going to be the right advisor for me to be in retirement? Say, you know, whoever your advisor is, you know, him or her, and just say, um, I'm, I'm looking, obviously, planning for retirement. What kind of software can you show me? Do you have software to show me what the life of my money is? Do you have software to show me when I'm taking out my required minimum distributions, what that looks like in the tax brackets I'll be at, uh, my investment performance will be at, um, so I can do some proper planning? Or are you just, just going to run some hypothetical illustrations on the investment holdings only? Well, and that's kind of what we see. You know, uh, who told me last week? I had somebody in my office last week and said, I was told you need to have uh, 10 times your salary enough retirement. I go, yeah. I said, that's not planning. And I, I've mentioned that before in this, my podcast recordings. I said, I know that's, you know, the brokers firm Fidelity talks about that. I said, that's a good kind of a rule of thumb. That's not retirement planning. That's just a rule of thumb that maybe, you know, two thirds or three quarters of the people fit in that category that that's how much you should have saved for retirement. But that's not retirement planning. That is just kind of, looking at most people fit in that kind of category. Um, you know, I've seen pe- people have to, can retire comfortably with 250000 They don't need 10 times of their last year's salary of 100000 They don't need a million dollars. Okay, so I would ask that advisor, what, can they, what are they offering for retirement planning? And if they're not going to just uh, offer just investments um, only, and they don't show you some software, then I think, you know, just like, I think it's good to check out some other advisors for retirement because it's not how you start the race like we had a previous episode, it's how you finish the race. And what got you to retirement, that plan that you were doing, which is contributing and getting that free money from your your, uh, employer, company match, and doing that dollar cost averaging in retirement is gonna look different. It's gonna be withdrawing money now. And you don't want to take on those sequence return risks, those risks of selling your money at a loss in retirement. Just like you don't sell your house in a down market, don't sell your investments in a down market. And how will your current advisor help you avoid that? All right, very good. Well, if you want to talk with Mike, see what he has to offer you. If you're considering a new advisor, you can always log on principalpreservationservices.com. That is the website. And the phone number is 855-987-8888. And I'll also point out there's a lot of great resources on that website too. So you can learn a lot more about what Mike and his team have to offer just by check it out the website. All right, let me get one question in here before we get out, Mike, because I think it's a good one that probably mm-hmm. more, more than one or two people are thinking about right now. But uh, this came in from uh, Sherry. He said, I almost got out of the market before it dropped down recently. Now I'm back to where I was before. Should I go ahead and get out now? Well, Sherry, it all depends on how close you are to retirement. I mean, if you're retiring this year, within a year, um, it might be wise to make some changes, right? Uh, might in, in your holdings. So I don't know what your holdings are, uh, but it, the key is you just want to be invested appropriately for your age. And you should never be 100% out of the market. 
Um, you shouldn't, I, you know, as you're getting close to retirement, I don't think you should always have all your money only in the market as well, because uh, for when you're needing to distribute your money, uh, the key is uh, looking at your your individual plan and find out what is appropriate for you. Because if you have, you know, three to seven more years to retirement, well, uh, getting on the market, I think, would not be a wise decision right now. It all depends where you're at re- close to retirement. Yeah. Definitely sit down before you take any action. Talk with an advisor, get a plan in place. All right, Mike, uh, that'll do it for us on this episode. Uh, Thanks for kind of talking us through this grass is always greener conversation. It's one that, you know, look, you want to have the right advisor, right? It's your money. You want to make sure you have a a relationship you're comfortable with. So hopefully some of this will kind of help ease your mind if you have some concerns and and maybe push you to talk with someone else potentially if that's what you feel is best. But ultimately it is uh, your money and uh, you know what is best for you. All right, Mike, exactly. let's get out of here on that note. Thanks again for all your insight as always, and I look forward to catching up again soon. Sounds great, Ben. Thank you. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.